Hi, and welcome to Unlimited, the podcast platform that gives voice to remarkable mothers and women from the Arab world to inspire, engage, and drive growth. Joining us today from Beirut for this new episode of Unlimited Perspective Series is Nada Ghazal, the award-winning jewelry designer that translates her emotion into a world of beauty and timeless pieces, loved and cherished all around the world, from London to Paris, from New York to Beirut. Featured in the most important international magazines such as Forbes, Time, Lux, Vogue, Elle, L'Officiel and Marie Claire, just to name a few, her creations tell infinite stories and are meant to become an everlasting part of the life of people that choose them. In only 15 years, Nada Ghazal made a mark in the jewelry world and in her country. Named Rising Star by savvy jewelry industry leaders in Las Vegas in 2012, recognized in Bahrain as Best Innovative Designer, Nada was awarded Woman Entrepreneur of the Year in Lebanon in 2017. So we invite you with great pleasure to discover more of her truly unlimited journey. Hello, Nada. Welcome to Unlimited. It's such a pleasure talking to you today. You know, I've seen your creation many years ago, and uh, you remember I immediately loved them. I found your pieces extremely feminine and bold at the same time. So I would like to start uh, our interview asking you, how did you become a jewelry designer? I have a long story. Do we have time? Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. All the time you want. Because, because the thing is, you know, my story started when I was around six years old. So this is why it's a bit of a long story. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I used to spend a lot of time with my grandmother uh, and she used to do a lot of crochet. And then uh, I think back then I really fell in love with designs and um, I started like doing a lot of rings uh, from beads and wires, etc. And I was mm-hmm. so infatuated with covering my hands with rings. And then uh, growing up, I wanted to study jewelry design or shoe design. That's something else that I'm very infatuated about. But unfortunately, both majors were not available in Lebanon. So I decided to study um, graphic design and fine arts. And then after graduating, I uh, went to Dubai. Uh, I spent around 10 wonderful years in Dubai. They were very successful. I worked in the advertising world. I worked for around uh, five years at uh, BBDO and five years at Leo Burnett. So I also had a chance to best agencies in the world. But I always knew that by the age of 30, I wanted to start my own brand. So, um, you know, my 10 years of advertising, they were very fruitful, not just because I was exposed to brand building, but because I also headed um, a TV production department. So I was also trained in how to run it. I had the experience, uh, you know, of managing people, etc. So this gave me like the courage to leave and start my own business. And then in 2003, I actually uh, gave my resignation on my 30th birthday. And then in 2003, just a few months later, I came back to Lebanon because I wanted to build my own brand in Lebanon, which is where I wanted to spend the rest of my life. Uh Uh, You know, a lot of people thought, ah, she's crazy, leaving a great position. But then I had a different vision. And, And those close to my heart, you know, people who knew me really believed 
and the passion that I had, especially that throughout the years, I always created my own rings and I always drew my own rings and got someone to make them for me. So I came back to Beirut. You know, I wanted to do some kind of a research to see whether, uh, you know, my vision or my dream can actually become a reality turned into a business. Um, so I did a bit of research and I felt there was a need in the market, especially in Lebanon, because back then, most of the jewelry was very classical and very generic. You know, it was more of classical pieces. You did not have like fine jewelry with an identity. Yeah. So I thought this is it. I really wanted to um, create a brand that had an identity. I wanted, the, uh, you know, to create pieces that come from... Uh, you know, come from a story that has uh, pieces that have emotions. I wanted to create pieces that would actually be able to con to connect me with women around the world. Because, you know, when you buy um, a piece of jewelry, jewelry becomes part of you. And I just felt that I wanted to somehow translate my stories and my experiences in these pieces. And once women wear these pieces, somehow I feel indirectly connected to them. So anyway, I thought, okay, how am I going to start? Uh, I took a little apartment in Beirut. And then um, I transferred this apartment partly into a workshop, partly into my working space. And I started, I had rings that I created when I was a child. And I translated these rings into a collection using gold and uh, semi-precious stones. Amazing. And believe it or not, the first collection, I did it by myself. It was... Um, I, I did the whole collection by myself. It was made out of gold wires and precious stones. So I actually worked everything by hand. Mm -hmm. And then I had like a collection of 23, 28 pieces, something like that. So I decided to, to do an open house and I was sold out the second day. Wow. Uh, and from there on, I employed people to help me, a gold, you know, a goldsmith, craftsman, etc. And uh, we started, we registered the brand uh, Nedeji in um, at, uh, 2004, end of 2004. And that's how it all started, really. It has been really a unique journey. And now, what does jewelry represent in your life? You know, um, for me, jewelry is like uh, wearing jewelry is like wearing my emotions from the outside, uh, especially when I wear the jewelry that I've created because I feel every piece has a kind of a mood. So, as a matter of fact, every morning before I decide what to wear, I decide which jewelry pieces I would like to wear, and I match the clothes to my jewelry pieces. Uh -huh. Then, that, then matching my jewelry pieces to my clothes because they have a mood, etc. Um, also, I love things that are timeless, so gold is really precious for me, not just because of the value of it, but also because it's timeless and it can go from one generation to another. So I've always loved investing in jewelry anyway. I would also say that it's important to find jewelry that has a soul and jewelry that has an identity, mm -hmm. because when you find jewelry that has a soul, automatically these pieces become part of you uh, because yeah. you feel that they have life. So it doesn't just stop at the value of the piece, but it's also about the emotional and sentimental connection that you have with the piece.
Do you have any particular source of inspiration for your creations? And uh, is there any person that has influenced and shaped your life? Uh, I, I would say that I translate my emotions and my memories and my experiences into timeless pieces. And um, believe it or not, we all go through very similar experiences. So when I translate my own story into a piece, somehow other women get to relate to it because a way or another, we go through similar feelings. Uh, for example, the last collection, which we just launched um, during the Fashion Week in Paris and in New York, uh, it was inspired by the challenges that we were going through in Lebanon. Uh, so I uh, took one collection and I added, you know, I added pieces to it and I called it Baby Malak Flourish because my inspiration was actually rising out of the challenge. So all of a sudden, my pieces were somehow rising up, you know? So it was more of an emotion that I translated while drawing, you know, while drawing my pieces of jewelry. Um, I have other collections, for example, let's say I have a collection called Khaizaran, and Khaizaran is inspired by, um, there is a chair, an Austrian chair called chair number 12, and it has some kind of a, uh, some kind of a texture on it. And this chair happens to be in nearly in every house in Lebanon, and we all relate to it. And when we were kids, because I was so infatuated with jewelry, we used to do, uh, we used to bake cookies uh, in certain occasions. And I used to make them really big, okay? And I used to stamp them on this chair and bake them and put them as bracelets. And I used to I always know. tell my grandmother that one day I'm gonna make this bracelet with the same texture, but in gold. So this is another, and, and this became like one of our best sellers because people are so attached to this chair. And uh, a lot of, um, uh, I mean, this was like also a tribute to uh, Lebanese workmanship because a lot of men lived out of creating this chair in Lebanon. So it has a, it has a lot of value. So this is another example of um, how I get inspired. I, I must admit that my mother must have shaped my life. Uh, she's very powerful uh, woman, very emotional, yet very, very powerful and very strong, uh, yet very sensitive. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just feel that in every piece I create, I have that balance of mm -hmm. a powerful piece, yet a feminine piece, exactly a bold piece. Bold yet, and you know, feminine. Exactly. So I feel I somehow combine these two in every piece and me and maybe because I am inspired by her and I feel that as well I feel that although I am bold I could be very feminine and sensitive so uh, that's somehow what gives me balance and that's how somehow what gives my pieces balance as well. Talking about the COVID-19 now here in Dubai uh, the lockdown lasted only a few weeks uh, how was the lockdown for you? How did it impact uh, your creativity? It was productive, but I must admit that in Lebanon, our lockdown and our pose was not just about the lockdown of COVID. Um, it was really tainted by special circumstances that we are going through, financial, economical, political. Yeah. 
I just felt that the virus that we have is way, way more dangerous for us than COVID. Hmm. Uh, you know, because of the corruption, uh, which is causing the population to go through capital control. Um, and all of, you know, we really went through a lot of problems and are still going through a lot of problems. Um, but I did take the time. Because, so this was very stressful. So instead of being able to relax, I, it was, a, you know, it was a, a bit painful for us. So I definitely started my early mornings meditating because I really needed, um, I needed some balance to rise up on a positive note. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent a lot of time ho- uh, homeschooling my three little kids because I have uh, three children mm-hmm. uh, and time family. Um, I kept working virtually and brainstorming with a team. This did not stop at all. Um, and um, I made sure, not the first month, but like after three, four weeks, every day I would go and walk in Beirut, in sad Beirut for uh, like an hour or two minimum, because I think um, Beirut inspires me a lot. I did spend a lot of time, um, we did a lot of social work during COVID and uh, I'm part of a group uh, who works on a lot of social work to be able to give back to community. As for the creative process, uh, it was it, it was really nice for me because again, I translated my feelings and experiences through a collection that I'm working on at the moment. Uh-huh. And these pieces somehow will tell the story of uh, how to have hope even when things are shattered. And you know, We've been going through challenges. I mean, I was born during the war and we've been going through challenges since. Really, I, 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 I cannot think of one year of my life when we were not going through uh, challenges in this country. Yeah. But I think the more challenges we go through, the more we creative we become. So sometimes I'm grateful for the challenges. Uh, although I have my downs because I'm also... Uh, sad for my country. <laughs> now that your boutique has opened, uh, how has been your experience so far in terms of uh, changes in the demand of jewelry and luxury in general after COVID? Uh, you know, the, uh, I'm going to split this into the Lebanese market and into the international market. Um, in Lebanon at the moment, we rather not sell jewelry. Because of the capital control, uh, we cannot sell jewelry and have our money deposited in the bank. Because once it's deposited in the bank, we have no control on it anyway. So unfortunately, imagine that we're at a stage where we say, no, we do not want to sell unless you pay us cash. And as you know, not a lot of people anyway can cash out their money from the banks. I mean, some people who do have money abroad and who want to spend a little bit more uh, are coming on appointment and um, buying jewelry because they feel that if they want to spend money on luxury, then they prefer to spend it on timeless pieces than on fashion. From, you know, and this is an advantage to us. Even I think worldwide, I mean, we're starting to get orders now worldwide, which is great. We're getting orders from the UK and from the US. Uh, and from France, and um, and I, I'm hoping this will pick up because I also feel that people at this point, uh, 
they want to spend money on something that's more, uh, that has sentimental value and that is more timeless. And I think um, it's a, it's a, you know, it's an advantage for us uh, creating, you know, timeless jewelry pieces that um, that have a soul. So I think we'll have a, a good share of the market uh, of the luxury market. Um, so uh, we're, you know, I, I, I am positive on that note. Uh, and and another thing, I mean, um, at this point, uh, what we wish for is sustainability. For me, what's important is to survive. Mm -hmm. to make sure that the members of the company uh, stay with us because every em every employee in the company is very important to the company and they really come first. It's not about making profit at this point. It's about being able to stand up and survive and create uh, until the world opens up and we have uh, new opportunities. We know you have won uh, many awards. Uh, but uh, what was the most rewarding moment in your career? Uh, one of the, the very important tipping point was um, me being selected as, as Woman Entrepreneur of the Year in 2017, which was extremely rewarding and which was a tipping point in, my, in, in our business. But if I go back to emotions, I would say... Um, the most rewarding part is making an impact on, on the society and growing the team. Because one of the reasons I wanted to start my business in Lebanon, and I came to Lebanon, I didn't start it in Dubai, uh, was because I wanted to have an impact on my own country and on my own community. And every time I feel there is a growth in the company and, um, and the team grows, I just feel... Just, you know, I, I internally, I feel this is a big reward. Um, another reward definitely, uh, uh, definitely is the feedback of the clients that we get. Because at the end of the day, I'm not a healer. But if we do give uh, pleasure to people, we get people's hearts to smile when they get a piece from our brand, then this is also rewarding because... Um, because I feel it's very nice to share what you have. And uh, uh, I've always believed that when, when, when you're a creative person, uh, if you're generous with your creativity and you're generous to share your creativity, this gives you a pleasure. And it really does. There are different rewarding moments. And, every, you know, one is more being rewarded as a business. Another one is more emotional and sentimental. So it's, uh, and it's important to have both, I suppose. <laughs> When I met you for the first time, uh, you were going to participate in a show in, um, in London, but you could not travel at the end because you were pregnant. I would like to ask you how being a mother has impacted your creativity path and the way you see the world. I'll tell you, um, you know, being a mother, I think, gives me motivation to overcome challenges. So I think it makes me stronger. Um, not to mention that children are, are uh, an inspiration. I mean, one of my best sellers, which is a collection which is called Malak, is inspired by my daughter and it's inspired by how my daughter paints, etc. So they are inspiration. Uh, having said so, it is very tough to be a working mother, especially when you have your own business. But 
I have learned throughout my life and I'm convinced that going through challenges and tough times only makes us stronger. So I think the children actually make me make my journey, make me take a leap in my journey, make me and never lose hope in what I'm doing and make me even dream bigger, you know? Um, so I think it's only been a, a very positive, uh, it's been a very positive effect on me to be a mother, although it is, uh, to, although it is very tiring, you know, to have a balance between being a mother yeah. and uh, being a business owner. Do you still have any dream you did not realize yet? I dream every day, Nicoletta. <laughs> every day I really I dream every day and as soon as one dream turns into a reality one pops up okay. uh, you know um, uh, at the beginning I you know I, I wanted to start a jewelry business and then I wanted to have my store and then I wanted to have few points of sales and then I wanted to take the brand internationally And then I wanted to grow the workshop. And then, you know, so there's always, always a dream something. after the other. I don't think it's ever going to stop, really. That's, um, that's great. That's, that's <laughs> great. Now the question we ask all our guests. What does the word unlimited mean to you? Um, I think uh, unlimited, uh, unlimited for me is having infinite number of solutions to any problem. Uh, this as a, um, you know... Um, So this is one. The second one is I don't like to be restricted. I like to have a free mind. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, uh, I don't like barriers and I like to create and grow with no limit. So this is unlimited again for me. Thank you, Nada. It has really been a great pleasure talking to you today. My pleasure. Nice. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Unlimited on your favorite podcast app so you won't miss out on our next stories. To find out more about our content, please follow us on Instagram at un.limited.me to stay up to date with our latest news and releases. Last but not least, because talented mothers and women are truly unlimited, if you have a story to tell, please get in touch through our website, www.unlimited.me. Thank you.